Welcome to the Arden Yoga and Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Kira Whitaker. Each week, we'll have thoughtful conversations about movement, mindset, nourishment, and even some lifestyle. So let's dive into this week's episode. All right, you guys, something very exciting. As many of you know, we spent most of 2023 building and enhancing our membership. It was a new offering that we created to support you in all of your health and wellness needs. And it's finished. We have it completely built out. We have countless courses in there. We have the entire therapeutic yoga library in there. So hours and hours and hours of on-demand therapeutic yoga videos for you. We have my signature health coaching course, Arden Activate in there, as well as a workbook that goes along with it. We also have health and wellness master classes that cover specific areas of health and wellness that are exclusive to member. So you can't get them anywhere outside of the membership. So here's what we've decided to do to better support you, make this membership as accessible as possible. The new price of the membership starting December 1st is $39.99 a month. You heard that right. So for less than $40, you get unlimited access to all of our courses inside of the membership. So go ahead Go to the show notes, click on the membership, join us today, and drastically change your health and wellness. Bye. All right, guys, welcome back to the Arden Yoga and Wellness Podcast. So for this week's episode, I'm actually recording it a bit ahead of time, which never happens with me. I'm always coming in on two wheels. I'm in that season of life right now. If you have been following me, um, I guess the past week or even this weekend online, you will see I've posted just a couple snippets of me thinking that I am about to hit potential burnout. It's like I'm the Titanic and I see the iceberg and I know that if we don't turn really quickly that we're definitely going to hit it and take ourselves out. So I'm working on managing my time really well right now. All of the things that we have going on that I have going on with Arden, but also personally are all amazing great things. I would not take away any of them, but I do realize that I'm very overloaded right now. And I think both things can be true. I can be overwhelmed and a bit burnout and also be really grateful of all of the things that are coming my way that are the causal factors that are burning out, if that makes any sense at all. So I'm trying to batch some of the podcast episodes, one, so that the people that I'm working with are not waiting on me constantly. And two, just so that I can maximize my time. So today's episode is actually a little bit, I think a little bit lighter. I've done a lot of mindset, boundaries, education the past few episodes. So today I'm going to share with you some of my top wellness products and things that I cannot live without in our household. Some of them are kind of weird. Um, they're not overly glamorous. It's just the thing, a couple of things that I was thinking of that are, that are just absolute staples in our house that me and my family use. And I have used for a very long time. So I'm going to list those today. I'm going to explain to you why they are so essential, why I use them, why I keep them on hand for me and my family. And I 
am going to put in the show notes um, a link to Amazon because I think Hannah a while back created an Amazon store and put all of these in there. And yeah, so we're going to dive in. So the first thing that we cannot live without in my household is a nasal irrigation system. I can't even say it without cracking up. A nasal irrigation system. So I'm going to start off with saying that I used to do the neti pot. So I always kept those disposable neti pots that have the packet of salt that turns water into saline solution. And that's what we were doing. The reason that I have always utilized this in our house is if you know anything about Ayurvedic medicine, really quick, if you don't know what that is, it's an ancient Indian medical system, also known as Ayurveda, and it's based on natural medicine and a holistic approach to physical and mental ailments or diseases. And Ayurvedic medicine is the sister science to yoga therapy. There's a lot of yoga therapists and yoga teachers that are duly educated and experts in Ayurvedic medicine. I am not one of them. My medical training is in Western medicine. I have a very, very minimal knowledge of Ayurvedic medicine. I do have it on my list this summer to get better versed in that just because I want to. Um, But... This is where I pull some of these things from. So that is a very, very brief definition of what Ayurvedic medicine is if you're not familiar with it. And in Ayurvedic medicine, Ayurveda believes that the nasal passages, so your nose, your nostrils, are the entryway for prana or your breath and your like life force energy. And it's a direct route to the rest of the body. Makes total sense, right? In Western medicine, I was trained that there's the, we, I think it's called the ABCs of nursing. It's been a hundred years since I was in school for that, but it's airway, breath, circulatory system or circulation. And so if you can't breathe, you're not alive. So airway is so important. The airway is so important. We, I try to be a nose breather, so I really try to breathe in and out of the nose, and that's the way I teach um, in my studio is if there's no obstruction to your nasal passages, if you can breathe through your nose efficiently and without any strain, that's my preference over mouth breathing. That is just for in the studio, so I'm not saying that's, I'm not prescribing that for running or anything else. I'm being really, really specific about what I'm talking about. So all of that to be said, for me personally, I practice yoga almost every day and I need to breathe in and out of my nose. So I need my nasal passages to be very, very clear. I also live in Middle Tennessee. If you have visited here, if you live here, our weather is so wild and Another thing that I've noticed the past couple of years is just allergies are really, really crazy here. Our son, Ori, he's just my allergy-stricken kid. We have, we've, he's been on the farm that we live on his whole life. There has been no new introduction to any allergens, but Ori's just my snotty kid. And we even saw an allergist last year. A lot of you remember this. 
um, if you're my client or even a friend, he had surgery last year on his sinuses, which was a huge deal for me because I'm very, very non-invasive. And so we've had to really stay on top of his allergies, but I've also consistently tried to have the most natural approach that I can because he's 12 and I don't want to pump him full of medicine. So we went from the neti pot to this nasal irrigation system that one of my clients told me about in the studio. And when I saw it, I was like, there is no way that I'm going to plug Ori's nose up to this thing. So what you do is you plug it up to your nose. It's got saline solution in it. You press a button and it shoots water up one nostril and then suctions it out on the other side. And then everything that goes in and then pulls out is in this reservoir at the bottom of the machine. I am a disgusting, gross human being. I was a wound care nurse. So literally nothing grosses me out. Like nothing. I grew up on a farm and I was a wound care nurse. Nothing grosses me out. So I'm the nasty parent who's like, I need to see what's in there. I need to get a good look. Bring it down here. So the nasal navage machine is one of the wellness things that we cannot live without in our house. Or he uses it almost every day. I make him go use it before sports or when he gets home so that he can breathe good. So it gets all of the snot, all of the pollen, all of the crap out of his nose and face. I use it if I'm clogged up. Boone and Willow don't really have allergies, so they don't use it. But I would totally force it on them. So the nasal navage. Can't live without it in the Whitaker household. It's a staple. So I'm going to just kind of stay on this gross train that we're on. So the next thing that I personally cannot live without in my everyday routine, wellness-wise, is a tongue scraper. So random. I know, a tongue scraper. So also in Ayurvedic medicine, they will talk a lot about oral health, which I'm here for it. I carry a toothbrush everywhere I go. I have them in all of our bathrooms in the studio so that in between running around and seeing clients, I can brush my teeth if I feel the need. I just really like to brush my teeth and floss. So tongue scraping is essential for me. So if you think about it, let's talk talk about gut health, right? So we're all, everybody's talking about the microbiome, gut health, So your dental health, your gum health, your tongue health, it's the first point of entry to the gut, right? It's where the food goes in. It's where you chew. It's where you break it down. It's where you salivate. So for me, I just pay a lot of attention to my oral health and tongue scraping just makes me feel cleaner. I just like it, okay? So I have a metal tongue scraper that is with my toothbrush. And every morning and every night, I scrape the crap out of my tongue and then I rebrush. So a tongue scraper is my other random thing that I cannot live without. Next thing, baby powder. Now, before you're like, oh, no, 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 Kira, we know, y'all know that I have looked it up you know that I have looked it up. I am not about to put some poison on my children knowingly. So baby powder, we've heard a lot about it over the past few years. And the reason that baby powder 
is so toxic is because of the talc in it. So talc is a mineral, but the tricky thing about talc is most of the time when you're mining for talc, you end up getting into asbestos also. So asbestos and talc are both minerals. So that was one of the biggest things with talc is they were finding that most of it was contaminated with asbestos. So that's the reason. If you're like, I know that we're not using baby powder and I know that we're staying away from talc, but I don't know why. That is like the shortest, most non-in-depth reason that I can give you. You're welcome to go do your own research on it. That's as far as I'm going. So for me, what we do in our house or what we use is the Burt's Beeswax dusting powder. I think they also have one called baby powder. I've looked at the ingredients. It's mainly cornstarch. Always look at your ingredients. So never assume by by the front advertisement. If it says natural, that does not mean it's regulated at all. But we use baby powder. And here's what we use it for. So I leave it on the back of every toilet in the house because I have athletes and nobody likes to be chafed. So I leave it for the boys in the house. I love a baby powder for dry shampoo. I have blonde hair. Willow has blonde hair. Um, Ori has white hair. (laughs) Ori's hair is like the blondest hair ever still. And so I have done this since college. Yes, in college I was using baby powder. And when you know better, you do better. But I use baby powder for my dry shampoo. I like, I don't like an aerosol can of dry shampoo. I don't want anybody in my house to have to walk into that and breathe it in. And another thing is my children and I and and Boone as well, we do not, there's like this really absurd open door policy when it comes to using my stuff. And so years ago, when Willow especially started getting older and we were starting to use each other's things in the house, I just tried to clean out everything I could because if it goes on the kid's body or if they're taking it in, I just want it to be as clean as possible. And so I did a really big deep dive on what can I get rid of in our bathroom? What products can I try to minimize the toxicity level on if I can? We're going to talk about this at some point. I'm going to have my friend Ashton on who is an expert in all of this and she's going to help us kind of break it down more. I'm not an expert in products and in toxic things in the household but I do try to keep things as clean as we can. And so that's one of the reasons why I was like, I don't want to use dry shampoo, aerosol cans, and spray that all over my house for my kids. I would much rather use um, the Burt's Bees baby powder. And it's so multi-purpose. You can use it for so many things. So that is another staple in our house. Side note, it, it works for me because we have blonde hair. So if you have brown hair, that might not be the best dry shampoo option for you. Um, All right, moving on. No, this is not the last. We're getting close to the last thing. My water jug. It's a, I'm, I'm sighing because I know it's annoying. If, I mean, it's annoying. It, it rolls around in the floorboard of my car. It leaks. I leave it places. Sometimes I forget it. It's massive. It is the size of a cinder block. However, the reason that I swear by my big water jugs is because from a behavioral standpoint, 
If you're trying to increase your water or you're trying to be consistent or you're trying to make it a habit, it has to be doable. It has to be accessible. There has to be minimal planning on your part to be consistent. So if I have a small water bottle that I know I'm going to run out of in two hours when I'm teaching all day in the studio and talking, then where's my water going to come from? Okay, am I going to have five water bottles? Another thing about making your goals really, really obtainable and achievable is they need to be measurable. When I fill up my water bottle in the mornings, it's so big, I know exactly how what my water intake is because I can look at it throughout the day. And if I still have half of it, when I get home, I start pouring it into glasses and that's how I know what I'm taking in. And so for me, my big annoying water jug just helps it helps me make sure that I'm always hydrating. Another thing is I always have enough water for my kids or every day when he gets in the car, he has gym for his last period of the day. And so he gets in the car sweaty and every single day he's panting and he's like, do you have any water? Do you have water, mom? And so I have my big old jug. There's plenty for all and he can chug some water. So I always, always have my big gallon water jug with me. And it's annoying. It's not convenient. It's heavy, but it works for me. The last thing wellness-wise that I always try to have on hand, and again, I'm talking a lot about my kids in this episode, but I live with them and we share a house. So... It's just kind of practical that my things are things that they can also um, have access to that's that's good for them. So last thing is clean deodorant. I have this thing about clean deodorant. I just don't want to put a bunch of junk every single day, multiple times a day on my lymph nodes near them. I don't, we have no data that definitively says that it causes any sort of diseases or cancers. I just want to be, it just feels right. You know how when you're just like, it just feels right. It just seems like I should not be putting a bunch of chemicals right there. Same thing for like when I'm saying if my kids or my family is, you know, using dusting powder near their reproductive organs, it just seems like I shouldn't be putting a chemical there all the time. Do I have any definitive data? I don't. It just seems as though it's a good idea, right? So deodorant. However, I have not found a clean deodorant um, that I'm just in love with. I haven't. I'm also one of those people, if we are on the farm, this might be too much information, but here we are. If I'm at home all weekend and we're outside and we're with the horses, I just won't wear deodorant. I'll just sweat and it's fine because people sweat. I don't know if you guys know this, but everybody sweats. And if somebody says that they don't, they're a liar. So right now, the natural clean deodorant that I'm really, really liking is the Schmitz. Um, I, I get it from Sprouts. You can order it on Amazon, but it has a pretty clean index on it. The ingredient list is pretty good. And again, going back to the kids, Willow is only nine, so she doesn't need deodorant. But if and when she's like, mom, I want to wear deodorant, I know that I can hand that to her and I'm not putting poison on my daughter's body. Um, Ori, same thing. I just have a guy version for him. And that's what we are into right now. I don't swear by it. 
it's just I've gone through a lot of them and this is the one that we're using right now. So a clean deodorant is another wellness thing that is really important to me. So that is my short and sweet, clean-ish, wellness, weird things that I cannot live without in our household. I'm sure that I could add on to this in many different areas. I could do a kitchen version. I could do all different versions, but I wanted to start you off with just a couple of things that you may not use, but you also may have not thought of that maybe could help you out. Maybe it could improve your life a little bit. Maybe it could fill in some gaps of some areas that you're like, I feel like this could be enhanced, but I don't know how. Maybe this is useless. Maybe you're going to listen to this and be like, I'll never get these minutes of my life back, Kira. Go back to the educational stuff. And if so, that's fine too. You can leave me a review, you can share, and you can write the podcast and let me know exactly (laughs) what you thought of this episode. But I wanted to share those things. Um, And I wanted to just keep it a little lighter this week. I don't always want it to be heavy. I think wellness can be light and fun and practical and easy. And it doesn't always have to, you know, feel like the overly hard stuff. I love that stuff too. But I felt like after the long weekend that we had and my near burnout that we just needed to, we needed to lighten it up guys and talk about sucking snot out of our nose and scraping nasty tongues. So that's where we're at today. Um, as always, I'm so grateful that you took the time to listen. Um, reach out to me on Instagram if you have questions or even requests for future episodes. I'm always here for you. And until next time, I'll see you later. Did you know that as a listener of the Arden Yoga and Wellness Podcast, you get 15% off of any of our programs and courses? Yes, any of them. Look down at today's show notes. You'll see the discount code for listeners. You can apply that at checkout and get 15% off. All right, you guys, that's a wrap for another episode of the Arden Yoga Wellness Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Your support means the world to me. If you would be so kind as to rate and review the podcast on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on today, it would be really, really appreciated. It helps other people find out about the podcast. It helps us continue to grow. If you would also take a screenshot of today's podcast on your phone, share it on your social media, tag us, we'll share it. That's another way that you can help support the podcast and help more people find out about all of the conversations that we're having around health and wellness. So until next time, I will see you on the next episode of the Arden Yoga and Wellness Podcast. Bye guys.